Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 7 Minutes or Less. This is Ben, and I am not in a good mood. I'm really just, I've had it with the Knicks. Two and eight, I mean, three blowout losses in the garden. All this talk of protecting your home court and, you know, Marcus Morris being like, we gotta, we gotta, we can't let anyone disrespect the Knicks. I mean, this is just tiring already. I'm exhausted. I'm really exhausted. Like, okay, they lost a few close games, but, and nobody expected much of them. Vegas is usually on point with the 28 wins. <clears throat> but what do we do now? They're talking about firing Fizdale already. Like, Mills is talking like as if he's this analytics guru who's like, we measure the game in 10 game increments. And uh, we're seeing that Fizdale isn't really cutting it. So, hello, Bozo. You shouldn't even have this job to begin with. I don't know how this guy is like Teflon, but he must have some dirt on Dolan. Dolan falls in love with these guys. I don't know what it is. Like somehow he survived the last few regimes, including Phil Jackson. And if you listen to the to the press conference that he had with um, Scott Perry after 10 games, he was jittery. He I, the, the, It came out that he spoke to Dolan um, during that game. And Dolan wasn't happy, but he sounded like he was crying. Go back and listen to that. He was—he just got chewed out by the owner. I think he's nervous about his job. And honestly, he's never going to get fired. Like, Dolan falls in love with these guys, and I'll give you the proof. Isaiah Thomas. I mean, the guy, he just kept trying to bring him back. The NBA had to step in. David Stern was like, please, just take Donnie Walsh. Like, stop. And Dolan just, he has this thing where he just has to step in and not listen to anybody's advice doesn't listen to the fans, doesn't listen to the freaking NBA. So what does he do? He keeps Isaiah Thomas as uh, kind of like a confidant on the side. And then he offers him a job to run the New York Liberty, which, by the way, it's funny. Now they're owned by the Nets. um, And it's only fitting that that happened um, because whenever Isaiah Isaiah Thomas touches something, it turns to crap. So, I mean, and Isaiah Thomas, don't forget, why was that a bad move? Well, Here's the thing. Isaiah Thomas cost Dolan $11 million and a huge embarrassment when he sexually harassed or he settled out of court, whatever it is. But the Anuka Brown-Sanders case, like just the optics alone of making that guy in charge of your women, like your, 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 your WNBA team, it just boggles the mind how out of touch this guy is. He's just concerned about his band and going around and torturing Knicks fans, going around traveling with his Terrible, terrible band. I mean, his music is horrible. Come on, guys. Like, I don't know who goes to those concerts. Uh, it's just, it's messed up. I'm just, I'm, I'm so, I'm so depressed. And I'm always the optimist. I'm always the guy who's like, come on, you know, we're going in the right direction. But, and it doesn't have to do, I, my last podcast with Jonathan Macri, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe Dolan shouldn't get the blame because th- we weren't getting free agents before Dolan was here, which is true. But it's not about free agency. You know, the Knicks were a very, very respected organization before Dolan came in, not because of free agency, but because they were able to put together good teams and you don't need to to sign free agents to be good. So why can't we just be a respectable franchise? And it really does start at the top. I don't know if we need to start a GoFundMe campaign or if we got to like pick it outside of Jeff Bezos's door, sell, you know, just buy the team, please. We're begging you. I don't know. It's just, it's terrible. And now they're talking about Ujiri, um, besides firing Fizdale, 
talking about, oh, Masai Ujiri is someone that Dolan always wanted. He always respected him. And I'm a little scared because you're going to forget about the amount of money you have to pay the guy because I really don't care if it comes out. It's coming out of Dolan's pocket. And, you know, that doesn't doesn't count against the cap. So by all means, spend your hundred million. I don't care whatever it is that you need to get Ujiri. But the reason why I'm skeptical is that Ujiri's best moves as an executive has been at the expense of James Dolan. If you think about it, um, the, the Carmelo Anthony deal, Dolan got involved and that's when, you know, Ujiri was with the Nuggets and they just squeezed everything out of Dolan. And then the Bargnani trade. You know, Amari has a little bit of an injury and then and then he goes and Dolan goes in full panic mode and he forces their hand. Um, he forces his own GM's hand and he kind of just pushes him to make the Bargnani trade, which was awful. I think the Raptors were were like probably laughing when this was happening. Like we're, they were probably willing to give up picks to get rid of Bargnani and then they get two first rounders on top of it. So it's just it's the same story. Oh, and the Kawhi Leonard deal, the sweetener was Jakob Pertl. And that was that was a, an asset that the Raptors had because of the Knicks. The Knicks, that was who they got from the Bargnani trade. So, you know, all of all of uh, Ujiri's success has come at the hands of, with the help of Dolan, and that might be an indication that he's not even a good GM. He just he just has a friendship with Dolan, and he knows how to he knows how to get the best of him. So I don't know. Is it Sam Hinkie? Do we do like a seven-year process? Is it is it Presti? Maybe we get Presti. But the thing is, talking about Fizdale getting fired, I'm I'm not a fan of Fizdale. I really wanted Budenholzer. All my friends who, who are listening, you you know that I've been saying that. I said that from day one. We couldn't even get an interview with the guy. I mean, I'm speechless at this point. Just like it's got to start at the top, and I don't think Dolan's going anywhere. So. You gotta just clean house. Get rid of all of these guys. Just get rid of. I, I like Scott Perry. I think he's doing a decent job. You know, he's accumulated assets. He hasn't traded anything away besides Porzingis, obviously. But that, that I don't think came from him. I think that came from Mills and that came from Dolan. You trade like that. I mean, I. I it's obvious that a trade like that cannot cannot not go through the owner. The owner has to sign off on that. The owner has to be like, okay, fine, I'll trade the franchise player. And honestly, I think he was in a panic. Um, he just didn't want any bad press that his franchise player wants out. And was just like, trade him. Didn't didn't wait till the end of the deadline. Didn't wait till the offseason. And imagine after Kawhi and AD set the, you know, they, they set the tone. You know, they set the market for star players. The Knicks could have gotten crazy amount of pieces, crazy amount of assets. It's ridiculous.